music on the beat. What up, everybody? This your boy B Rob, and I am back with another edition of the Random Rounds with Rob podcast. First and foremost, I'd like to thank you, the listener, for coming back each and every week or however you listen to podcasts. And if you're a first time listener, I appreciate you all so much for giving my show a try. And if anybody recommended you to me, go ahead and lean over and get that person a, a crisp high five. That's only if you're in that general vicinity. Of course, if you're not there, take your social media app of choice and send them a well-crafted DM. Not one of those sneaky ones when you slide in there sideways and you're looking at them with that look like, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Not those kind of DMs, but a, a thank you DM saying that, hey, thank you for recommending Rob's show to me. And speaking of social media, you can find the Random Realms with Rob on various platforms to be, uh, what I'm thinking about right now. I'm going to go with uh, facebook.com forward slash 3R show or just simply search the Random Realms with Rob. You can go to Instagram to where you can watch me walk the hollowed halls of Walmart by searching uh, Random Realms with Rob or using at the 3R show. Also on Twitter at 3R show and anything that I may have missed you can find that on randomrob.com. Now, got some guests with me joining me on this edition of the show. Local H-Town podcasters. I met them on various occasions and locations and on freaking interactions through Instagram and Twitter and all those places and whatnot. And I finally got them narrowed down to where we can talk voice to voice and whatnot. So joining me on this edition of the Random Rounds with Rob is... Ed and A.A. Ron. <laughs> the State Your Take podcast. How you doing, gentlemen? Hey, man. Thanks for having us. What up? What up? What up? Good times. Ed is always the enthusiastic one. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's, the, a, yeah. he's a sleepy boy. <laughs> what, what's that damn movie? There's, there's an actor. I, I never can remember his name, but I remember his movies. Um. You ever seen The Collector? Yeah. yeah. I haven't the, seen it. I don't that know. That guy, main that. guy in that uh, movie. He he every show and movie I see him in, he looks exactly the same in the face. He always looked tired and sleepy. So every time I see him in the movie, I call him sleepy face ass boy. <laughs> now I gotta sleepy look it up to see who you're talking about. Uh please don't call me that. Yeah, I ain't gonna call you sleepy face yeah, ass. Boy. I don't think I'm all that though. You know what I'm saying? It's like I don't know who you're talking about. Are you talking about uh the black guy? No, not the black guy. Um, uh, not the bone collector. <laughs> oh, just, no, just the, collector. the collector. Collector. Oh, I don't. He's also in the um. What what's TV series I most recently saw? Oh, Josh movie. Stewart. Josh Stewart. Is that his name? Is that how it looks? Nah, that's not. <laughs> I don't know. But that's his. Nope. That's he. He looks sleepy. He does. Yeah, look he sleepy. looks sleepy. He looks like he. He's a looks a little droopy. He look, guy. Yeah, he looks like he um. He missed a nap or two. Yeah. It looks like he went a little bit too hard on the waffles yeah. at the at the Waffle House. That's another one, man. Yeah, that dude. Looks, oh yeah, he's sleepy. He looks out of there. Yeah, he's he's gone. Oh, sleepy face ass boy. <laughs> I, I think it's that's a fair assessment though. Yeah, I can't even argue that he's a very sleepy face ass boy. You got to know what you are, man. Uh, well, he was um, yeah, yeah, he was in a movie called The Neighbor with um a, a female actor by the name of Alex Esso, who is um the mother in Doctor Sleep. If I'm correct. Oh wow! Uh, I got to be on a podcast with him with, and my homeboy with her and my homeboy uh, Sean from the Horribly Awkward podcast, and I got to talk to her. 
And I told her the same thing I just told you about his face and the old sleepy face ass looking boy. <laughs> she probably enjoyed that. Well, it sounds like it's very on brand for him. Like if he is sleepy, that's his, that's his thing. And like, he was in a movie called what was it? The Big Sleep. No, well, the the lady was the in. Lady was in oh, the lady was. Oh, so he's like six degrees. He's like a Kevin Bacon kind of sleepy guy. Yeah, yeah. So everything that he does is connected to to nap time and being a sleepy face ass boy and being a sleepy face ass boy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. He probably like started his career doing commercials for the Snuggie. Yeah, or like that My Pillow or Unisom. What is that? Sleeping pills. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, Unison. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm talking to a freaking. I mean, they have. Uh, I didn't. I don't. I don't know the the, the technical name for Did it. Did you know Unison was? Um, Rob. Just so I'm say, not. Say what now? Do I know what that is? Yeah. Yeah, that's a sleepy time. Mate. See. Well, okay. There I know go. it. I know it as sleepy time. Okay. Or sleeping pills. I don't know it as Unison. That doesn't even. That doesn't even sound like a word. I think you just made that up. I don't believe you. Yeah, he just you said know, he just said you heard of it. Like, I, what do you? Well, that's because you just told him. Up? That's because you just told him. You just told right, him what so it was. We're, we're, we're both in. Yeah, just yeah, you. yeah. Right. You are. All right. Whole world's against me. Aaron cool. versus everybody. Got it. I know. Cool. I DM'd Ed earlier. Yeah. Before we got on with y'all, <laughs> we're, we're gonna work straight this whole thing. We're yeah. gonna make him look like a real dumbass. You ready? Yeah. We're gonna bring up his face, ass boy. Did you know that the the guy that invented the my pillow is like a reformed crackhead? And he, uh, says so, and he says so on his uh, on his account, on his tw- uh, Twitter account. I mean, I think the thing is that people, people are for him crackheads, they let you know. I, I, I know this because I remember I had um, a class at TSU. Um, I had I had, a, I had a night class. It was a history class, and we were introducing ourselves. And I think one lady got up, and she said, hi, my name is such and such. I, I, I did crack 30 years ago, and I've been sober ever since. And I was like, okay, that's cool. Like that was the first thing she said. That was the second thing she said that we knew about her. She said her name, and that she stopped doing crack. So I felt like people are very proud of that. You should be proud of that. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it's cool. Like, it's I, like, yeah, it's like, like I'll let you have it. I'm not gonna like get on you for bragging about quitting crack. It sounds like a very hard thing to do. Yeah, no, you should definitely be proud if you quit crack. Yeah. That's another thing about um addiction and recovery. I believe you have to own up to it, and you know, if you say it out loud, you know, it's making you accountable for, you know, your thing and is making other people around you aware of the thing. So they kind of hold you accountable as well because they know about it. Definitely. Yeah, absolutely, man. That's a very. So if if I'm walking down Bisonette or something and I see you on the shady corner, I'm like, hey, put that crack down. Yeah. (laughs) What you doing with that crack? (laughs) Hey, man. (laughs) Hey, man. What you doing with that crack? Better put that crack down, man. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you speaking doing? Of, speaking of Beastnet, uh, shout out to the street walkers on Beastnet. Hey, I. You know what? Okay, I've lived. I didn't in, think. So. I I've didn't lived think in was... the city for like. Uh, it's been a while, mm-hmm. and I've traveled traveled down Beastnet quite often. Mm-hmm. I have yet mm-hmm. to see a single. What time did you go? Woman of the night. It's been dark outside. No. What time did you go? I don't know. Like it hasn't been like too late it's been like you know, know. it's been dark outside maybe like time is important all right what, yeah. what, what time did it, what time did they come what? out of hibernation midnight if you go out if you go out after midnight I'm, if you go on business after midnight i promise you'll see you'll, you'll see a couple really i promise you maybe i don't know it, it depends on the, the side of beast that you go on too as well because i know where i was i was around the uh the social security court 
So I, yeah, I'm pretty sure they was around that way because the people, the employees in the building was pointing them out to me. So I was like, yeah, this is the place. Yeah, if you go or if you go to Abyssinia in between the Beltway and 59. Yeah, the South yeah. Side. Yeah, like because I know because there are a lot of there are a lot of like, like Nigerian halls there that we have parties at, mm-hmm. and it will go. We will have like these like I don't know parties that like Nigerian parties. You come out and you see just like hookers. Yeah, on, on the streets. So. Really. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Um, I forgot who it was, but they were telling me um, their homeboy got uh, duped um, by a girl on Bisonette or whatever. Oh. He was Nigerian, so <laughs> yeah, there's some correlation there. Maybe he Ed got, knows him. He got duped. How did he get duped? Like you know, oh, I love her type deal. You uh, know? That's his fault. Uh, yeah, that's his fault. Yeah, I saw him, man. Do you know? I, I might. I don't. I, 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 <laughs> What's I, his name, Rob? Tell him his name. Name names. I, I, I can't. I can't I'm state not, my take on that. Yeah, I'm not gonna put him out. Of this. I don't, but, but I probably do. If if I don't know him, I know someone that knows him, because it's like maybe like three degrees separation between every Nigerian in Houston. Yeah, yeah. I, I learned that pretty pretty early on too. I dated a Nigerian girl for a little while, and I was amazed at how many people she knew just by not even a name, but just like, oh yeah, so and so I know. By association. Yeah, I know their brother, or I know their sister, yep. or their aunt, or cousin, whatever. We all know each other out here. Is, is it all correlating to them being Nigerian that you know they know the the select group of people? Well, the thing the thing is is like when um, my parents came over here, it's like they don't. I mean, they're we're all brand they're all brand new here, so it's like they got to sit together and they got to help each yeah. other out. So through that, through that, they know each other, and then more people come over. Then he has someone to talk to, so they talk to the people that are already here, and so on and so forth. He's going like that, and it's just it's just built that way. I've never met a bored Nigerian. A board? Yeah. Like Nigerians are never bored. What do you like, mean? You guys always have something to do. You have all you always have somewhere to go. You always have people to hang out with. Yeah. It's cool, man. I mean, we stay busy for yeah. the most part. Cause it's like you just I don't know. It's like I I can always hear my mom's in, in my head like saying that you're being lazy or something like that. If you just act like you're <laughs> nothing, like I can hear my mom saying so you're you're just being lazy. And it's just in there and I can't get rid of it. <laughs> It's a, it's a gift and the curse, man. It is. Oh, so so instead of calling you a sleepy face ass boy, we can call you a lazy ass face boy. I mean, my <laughs> mom will call me that if she saw me just like hanging around, still watching TV or something like that. And she wouldn't use those words, but like she'd probably call me like a disgrace or something. Whoa, that's way more offensive. Yeah, no, like Nigerian that's parents are, no Nigerian parents will they like their words cut deep. Yeah, <laughs> they'll cut they use proper English, unlike our, ourselves. Yeah. They use the King's English, they'll pronounce every word and they'll just let you know that you're a disgrace. You're a disappointment. <laughs> That's like getting stabbed with a knife covered in rubbing alcohol. Like you're an enemy of progress, that kind of shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, though. Enemy of progress. They'll cut you uh, deep. Yeah. So, I mean, I, you, you talk about it, your family and everything like that, but how did you two form this uh, podcast family here? Um,. Okay, well, I guess what is our origin story? Because we met, at I think a, probably at a party. I think your origin story even goes back before this podcast. I think you should go back to your first podcast. Oh yeah, yeah. but even before that, so yeah, we, I, how did we meet? Oh, uh, we met through Rick. Yeah, we met through we yeah, met through we a met mutual through friend. Like, we met through Rick. We all met. Yeah, I think it's he is kind of like the the tie the tie that binds a lot of people. Mm-hmm. You and me for sure. Yeah. Um, I met Rick through Mike. Benis, uh Stante. Yeah. Um, and I guess at some point there was a party mm-hmm. where they used to have 
uh, parties at this house that I lived fairly close to, like right around the corner. Yeah. And I don't even know, like, if I formally introduced myself to you or if we were just like hanging out. We just, we always hang out. Like, none of us really just said, like, hi, I'm this is such, such. Yeah. Like, we never, none of us ever did that. We just kind of all that. just. That's not how guys interact. No. Like, when guys meet each other for the first time, it's always like, what's up? We probably met last week at the same thing. Probably. Yeah. And then I remember specifically, you took the picture of Chad. After he lost that, oh yeah, at come the Super on, Bowl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We have a friend named Chad. He makes bad bets, and he got beat. And then Ed took a picture of Chad with his hands in his face, and yes. it, it was it was like it was during t- the, everyone Tebowing. Yeah, and I called it comoing because yeah. like the way he lost that bet was just like so perfect. And it was a last minute thing, and it kind of went viral among our circle of friends. Yeah, and that's kind of how like I was like, oh, Ed's funny. Yeah. Um. Okay. And then I started a podcast on my own called Couch Crashers, and mm. I used it as sort of like a, a keepsake because I wanted to be able to go back and listen to the funny stories that my friends tell, like when I'm yeah. old and gray and be like, oh, that was great times. Yeah. Um, and Ed was on one of the episodes with our other bo- our buddy, uh, Young Corona. Which never aired. It never aired because the audio was fucked up. Yeah, it's really funny. But we took we had a really great conversation. We talked a lot about like a leaf yeah growing up in a leaf and like the athletes that came from that area and i was like oh this is cool um and then ed decided one day he was gonna start start a podcast or like you mentioned that you wanted to do a podcast and i was like well i can kind of like yeah makeshift produce it for you you're way better at this audio stuff than i am well i mean i just had more experience i don't say i'm good at it i mean you're better than me (laughs) Uh, yeah yeah yeah, it, it, it sounds like Ed just brings the voice. Ed brings the ideas and the balance to what we do. Right. If, if it were just me, it would it would have gone off the rails a long time ago. But Ed brings a certain level of um, uh, what's the word I want to look for? Levity. Levity, maturity, um, finance. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, obviously. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but like uh yeah so we started we started doing uh the podcast um last october like the october before last yeah and yeah. Uh, uh right around the um h-town podcast right around the very first h-town podcast yeah. the, the time that we went there we had only had like three episodes up like we didn't have anything we didn't have a twitter account we didn't have an instagram account we have stickers because yeah, i could uh, because I asked you, and I was like, y'all on Twitter? And he's like, nah, man. <laughs> I was like, didn't well, even think about it. I was like, we need a Twitter account? We need an Instagram account? We need stickers? Shit. Yeah. <laughs> but if we followed your, uh, you know, your your rules of merch, like we would have windbreakers and hats and baby yeah, bottles. Man. And like, you are yeah. a merch king, Rob. Yeah, yeah but uh, I mean, it's, it's one thing to produce and um, – Man, to manufacture the, the main key in the merch game is selling <laughs> and that's a lot of that is not going on so well at least you got the options for people yeah yeah and and that that's that's the thing for me is like it's there as an option and that that's the way i look at everything i look at the patreon i look at the merch and uh whatever else i do for like uh for profit or whatever it's just it's an option out there because regardless if none of that sells or if no one contributes I'm going to still do this show. You know, it's just a, a means. I, I believe any podcast would want the show to be able to take care of 
its own self, its own bills that it generates and whatnot. So if I can cover my hosting fees for the month and, you know, just whatever ins and outs that I have to take care of for the podcast, I mean, I'm content with that. For sure. Anything beyond that is is a bonus, is a blessing, is extra, and I, I appreciate it. And I got to say, too, another shout out to you. You were the first person to put us on to how to get sponsors. So very early yeah. on, like without even really any sort of, you know, you know, like no like genetic or not genetic. What is it? Tit for tat. What is the fucking word? for tit for that's, tat? That's, that's funny. That's funny to use that phrase in the je ne sais quoi or whatever. When you was talking <laughs> earlier about what Ed brings to the show, I was thinking that in my head. And yeah. I was going to say. That's, but that's, what it is. that's how my brain works. Like my brain works sort of like, <laughs> you know, uh, not the same time as my mouth. So like my brain is probably like four or five minutes behind my mouth. So the stuff that I'm thinking right now, I should have said a long time ago. A long time ago. But um, yeah, yeah it no. kind of brings it up the front for you too. It's like, I should have said, and here you go in the background a long time ago. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> that's exactly how the dynamic works. But no, like you, you, you forward us the, the information to get some, some sponsorships it didn't work out because you know we had like four people listening but it was still very much appreciated that you did that for us yeah so let me know that's like like stop shitting on taco bell and things like that too i was doing that that earlier yeah we tried to do fake ad reads and we kept shitting on taco bell and i I was like no it was it wasn't just taco bell i said i shot on taco bell Nugenics. Nugenics. that was a good one uh what else it was in the text and you'd be all right huh Oh, oh yeah, to do text. That guy, yeah. yeah, like he has like like like. Why does he have like horse teeth now? Send like Frank hard. Thomas? Oh, Frank Thomas. It's because Frank. He got veneers, man. He's on TV now. I mean, but yeah, I just realized they all have to get the same same veneers. It reminds me of that, like that. Um, there's like a a commercial for like dog biscuits, and they have like a fake ad before it's called Doggy Dentures, and it mm-hmm. has like the dog with like teeth. Yeah. And it looks like they all look like that. All the veneers look like that. Dude, that's what I want, man. I can't wait till I get money. I'm going to get some fucking Denzel Washington and the Pelican Brief chompers. You know what I'm talking about? Like the big white piano keys just like you're going to be able to see my smile from the International Space Station. You know, that's all. Be like Cardi B said, I'm going to get a bag and fix my teeth. Exactly, dude. She did just that too. Yeah, good for her. Great for her. Old Cardi talking about how she used to be in a strip club and uh, freaking drugging people and stealing their money. Nothing happened to her. Then she would go on to make a movie called Hustles with J Lo, to where she's drugging people and stealing. Yeah, she was a consultant. Yeah, man, she was a she was a consultant. She was she was she brought the uh, she brought the legitimacy (laughs) to the to the hustle. Did you guys see the video from the stripper bowl from uh, last weekend? Is that stripper? Wait. Huh? Well, there's you talking about there's a stripper pole cam? No, I'm talking about the stripper bowl. Wait, there's okay. a bowl. This is the second stripper. year that it's happened where they have strippers that fly out to wherever the Super Bowl is and they and they have a stripper bowl. They they <laughs> QC, the record label that uh signed, you know, the Migos and young little Yachty and all those people. Uh they have a they have a giant party where strippers come and then they throw people throw money at them. And apparently what happened was all of the strippers that were there left with not a lot of money, less than a thousand dollars. And when you see the footage, you see mon- a lot of money on the floor, and it is calculated, it is rumored that there was about a million dollars in yeah, yeah. dollars on the floor. So there's a huge discrepancy there, and there was a lot of discussion about house fees, which I did not know of about about exactly. at the time. So I mean, we we can break that down right now. So basically, all right, there's gonna be fees for the event the venue 
you know, the the freaking equipment that they trucked in there to, you know, the lights, the sound, if they had anybody performing besides the strip pole uh, freaking people, you know. Um, and then I'm pretty sure they wanted this to be a good turnout. So they probably flew in some of these girls and whatnot. So oh. th- those things got to come off the top. Oh, right? Rob. Oh, I Rob. I have to out. I have to I have to disagree with you. All, oh, no? all of these girls flew themselves out. They and they all, oh, and they, they all bought. Apparently, they all bought one-way tickets. Oh, they didn't. They didn't get. They didn't get. They didn't. They didn't, they didn't get flewed out. They didn't get flewed out. Damn. Here's what. Here. Here was the part two of the video that Sounds I saw. Sounds like Firefest. <laughs> it does sound a lot like Firefest, uh, or Firefest. Um, there was another video of a lot of girls just kind of like stranded in the airport because they only bought a one-way ticket and they didn't have enough money to fly back home. Damn, stranded strippers. They got fucked, but. They also kind of agreed to it, and this is the second year in a row that this same thing has happened, where uh, the house takes 70-80% of all the money that was made. Damn. So next year, where the Super Bowl is, I think the Super, next year's Super Bowl is in Los Angeles at the new uh, uh, stadium that's going to be built out there. Okay. Be, for, be forewarned, ladies. Before you fly out there, buy a, buy a round-trip ticket and... Yeah. Uh, you know, don't sign any contracts that you don't thoroughly read. I mean, hopefully, like, it wasn't just the Super Bowl they went out there for. Hopefully, they probably went out there to, I mean, you're in the Super Bowl, too, and you're, and, you're, and you're an attractive lady. So, I'm sure you could probably, like, find a guy. I mean. Find a wealthy person you're out compete, there. You're competing with a lot. I mean, but There's yeah. a but lot you, of competition But you there. can compete, though. Like, you can definitely be, be in the game. I'm just saying. I mean. Yeah, like I'm not. I'm not saying it's. I'm not saying this makes it right. It's still. It's hella fucked up. It's basically fire fest for shippers, for the most part. <laughs> I mean, but uh, I would hope that at least you can do that. Like, if because I I'll see someone still going just to try and say like, oh, I'm, I'm gonna go to this sure bowl thing, and then while I'm there, I'm gonna probably go to some other parties, try to meet some dude or whatever, you know. You gotta spread your wings just, and fly. Yeah, just finesse it. Like, you know, let's ladies finesse. Don't put all your eggs in one basket for this one. Yeah, you right. Go. Like, have, yeah, diversify. Don't put all your clear heels in one bag, in one Birkin <laughs> bag. All right, spread it around. <laughs> But yeah, oh, did, did you uh, did you watch the Super Bowl, Rob? I kind of. Yeah, I wasn't really too invested because none of my team, my team, well, I can't say none of my teams, but my team wasn't in it. Who's your team? So, Saints. Oh, yeah, that's right. You're from Louisiana, right? I saw that. I, yeah. I think I saw past the, like, the halftime show, then after that. I saw the second half of it. I didn't even watch the halftime show, dude. Uh, you didn't oh, miss anything. But I certainly saw the fallout from the halftime show. Yeah, you talking about the... I saw that. I saw oh that God. meme, and I, I saw. Not. I didn't actually see anyone complain about the halftime show. I just saw a lot of people responding to complaints about the halftime show. And to which I'll say this: I did not personally see any complaints. But no. if you saw complaints about the halftime show performance, I'll say you probably need to get some better friends. That's all I'm gonna say. Just clean out your clean out your timeline. Yeah. It's because it wasn't even honestly, it wasn't even worth like complaining about. I mean, because was it a lot of ass shaking? It was that. I mean, that was like was, that one. That, that one thing. That one meme you saw. That was it. Like that's all that shaking that was going on. Yeah. That was it. Like because you saw the scene where Shakira and J Lo. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was that was it. That was it. I mean, they they look great. Shakira can dance, but honestly, yeah. like if you're best with that halftime show, if you have it on mute. Not saying they, not saying that they sounded bad, but it was just like there was no new music there. It was just all stuff. It sounded like listening to one hundred four KRBE in the nineties. It was like that because it's like all the songs you heard before. You know what I mean? So I thought it looked great. 
But I mean, the musical was just shit you heard before. Hmm. It was the greatest hits. Exactly. Exactly. So I mean, it wasn't up for anyone to. I didn't think it was up for anyone to even complain about. I thought it was like another lackluster halftime show. To me, yeah. Well, when what when, when in your opinion that you can recall, what what was the best halftime show for you all? Prince in the past. Prince yeah. Michael Jackson. Prince, yeah, Prince is up there. Michael Jackson's up there. Beyonce, Bruno Mars. Yes, Bruno, Bruno Mars, uh, Prince. Prince is all, any anytime somebody talk about the halftime show, I think about the Prince performance. Wait, are you talking about Bruno Mars with Beyonce? Beyonce? Yeah. yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, that was yeah. a really good one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Prince. I mean, like playing hey. Purple Rain in the rain. Yeah. I mean, come yeah, on, he had, dude. He had his hair wrapped. Had his hair wrapped. <laughs> Man's was just out there. Like, um, Katy Perry with Miss Elia sold the show. Katy Perry with Missy Elliott. That was the uh, the dancing shark, right? I think so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because like we, I was funny because I remember watching that. And just like Missy just came and I was like, who else was here again? Mm-hmm. I liked Lady Gaga from a few years ago when it was here, which jumped off the roof. Yeah, <laughs> that that was a great meme. But what was cool about it was the drones in the sky. Like yeah. they made all those stars, and I was like, how the fuck did they do that? And they were like, oh, it's drones. I was like, drones. This is back when drones were still kind of like, yeah, not yeah. as ubiquitous as they are now. And then, and then, and then Spider Man Far From Home. That was just like the idea. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. They totally took that idea and flipped it. Was like, it. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know what we can do with these drones? We can make illusions. <laughs> we can yeah. make millions in a movie. Thank you, Lady Gaga. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but yeah, no. I'd say top three is Prince, in no particular order. Prince, yeah. Michael Jackson, Bruno Mars, Beyonce. Yeah. I'll go, I'll go with that. Yeah. Now, if you want to swap, swap them out anyway, however you want to, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, your, it's your taste, I guess. And I think an uh, honorable mention was the um, the one back in the day where um, they had, who was that? Um, Run DMC and all them and Nelly and all them that popped up there. And that did was kind of cool. I don't remember that one. I remember that one. The Country Grandma Walk This Way remix. <laughs> and the thing was, is like, another thing was, was like the, the Timberlake. Janet Jackson wasn't a, it wasn't a bad halftime show. No, yeah, it wasn't bad. I mean, <laughs> that was here too, dude. I remember going to like, all right. So MTV was here for the Super Bowl that year, mm-hmm. and they did like the rock and jock footballs thing. So they needed you know audience members, and so I went and I did a couple of seat filling things for them. And I remember um, I went to the rock and jock, and they had an interview with Janet Jackson. And I remember in the interview, she was like, yeah, you're going to see something you've never seen before. And I was like, all right, sweet. <laughs> I didn't know she was talking about her nips. I mean, uh, well, nips. But thank you. <laughs> Not plural. <laughs> that was, And that was like before social media. Like that was before really like the internet was, you know, as connected as it is now. I remember watching it. And then I think, think it, it might have been my cousin or my aunt. We were, we were watching it. And she was like, did she just. Like, did that just happen? And yeah. I was like, yeah, I think so. And that was it. That was the end of the conversation. Like, there was nothing else there. Because it wasn't really like a titty, right? It was like a, t- a paste to you. No, it was a titty. It was, was a, it? it was a titty, but she had like it pierced. Oh, well, yeah, I, thought it was was like a, a, I thought it was like a pasty, though. No, she yeah, had that, was, that was a nipple ring that went around the yeah. around and through oh, the nipple. So yeah, like that was what titty. she was talking about. It wasn't the nipple that she was talking about. I've never seen anything about before. It was a titty ring that went around the nipple. I never seen no shit like that before in my oh, life. Uh, I, I still know. haven't. I still haven't to this day. Uh, to this day. I haven't seen shit day. like that. Wow. Okay. 
But yeah, I guess I guess at some point they got a lot of phone calls about this yeah. insta titty that they saw on the inter- on the uh, on the show. That was that was the turning point. That was the catalyst, man. Can we say like- titty on here? I'm sorry, I didn't even realize if we could say that. Surprise, motherfucker! Okay. Yeah, there you go. All right, we're fine. <laughs> <laughs> if I can say sleepy face ass boy and motherfucker yeah, bitch, that did happen. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I guess. Uh, and they still haven't invited her back. She still hasn't been able to. I don't to think she cares. She's, she booed up with a sultan somewhere that's a trillionaire. So I don't think she give a fuck. I think it's just. I think it's just a karma to apologize because I mean Justin Timberlake came back. He pulled. He uh, he revealed the titty. Yeah, Justin Timberlake definitely was able to skate off of that. He yeah, they yeah. had they had him come back. Yeah. So that's not cool. I remember R. Kelly coming out the side of his face and saying that he would never work with Justin Timberlake after pulling a stunt like that. And um, like looking back on it now, you're just like, you got some fucking nerve. <laughs> you can look back on R. Kelly's entire career and say you had some fucking nerve. You got some fucking nerve, R. Kelly. The, the most, uh, other than what's currently going on with him and the allegations in the past, the most egregious thing I have ever seen R. Kelly do was um when he sung, uh, was that... Uh, national anthem for the boxing match but he did it to the cadence of the step in the name of love oh i saw that <laughs> i saw that you gotta find that R. kelly ever did we he assaulted my ears and my eyes because not only did he do it into the cadence of step in the name of love he had motherfuckers dancing while he was singing i think that <laughs> i was like no. i'm pretty sure that like when they made the documentary they were all either like we can call it surviving r kelly or you had some fucking nerve. Yeah. Like it was one of those two things. <laughs> R. Kelly Colin, you had some fucking nerve, bro. For real. Like yeah. everybody tries to do the Marvin Gaye uh Jimi Hendrix national anthem rendition, and it just never works. It never really worked. Remember Fergie when she tried to do it? And everyone oh was like, What are you God. doing? Yeah. It just doesn't it just doesn't go. Just do the anthem the way you're supposed to do it. I mean, yeah. but going back to like R. Kelly, like he wore a mask. Mm-hmm. He was yeah. a supervillain. Mm-hmm. I still stick by that. No, you're not yeah. wrong. He wore a mask after what I think that was after he got acquitted of the other shit. Yeah. And he called himself the Pied Piper. Yeah, he had yes. a whole name and everything. Pied you know? Piper. Yeah. He was a supervillain. You know? It's not even a cool it, name. For those of you who don't know the the uh, you know the tale of the Pied Piper. I he, definitely know it. But yeah, go he ahead and tell people. He paid for his services, so he uh, played a melody and looted all the kids out of the town. And yeah. <laughs> there you go. Which is fucking dumb as hell. Like, think about if you're a kid and you hear a, a, a guy playing a flute and you're like, oh, wow, I can't even, I can't even control myself. I gotta, I gotta follow that man. Like, like you, 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 like, good. You know what? Good. Because you don't have any self-control. And I don't need a child growing up to be an adult that can't control themselves in that manner. Me as a kid, me as, me as, me as a child. Hey, cut, cut that shit out. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> shh, shh, shh. Watch so, cartoons so, over here. So do any of you have children? No. I don't. Exactly. That, that's <laughs> where this is coming from. <laughs> I mean, that's just me as a child, what, though. What gave it away? That's me as a child, though. Like, I, 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 I don't know if I'd be like... I was way too. Well, um, well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. I know as a child, the only tune that could carry me away from my, my parents' gaze was the motherfucking ice cream truck. Oh yeah, <laughs> or the X Men theme song. Yo, you know, all right. You know what, Rob? You just put things in perspective. <laughs> you have a point. If 
that Pied Piper was playing a tune to that sounded like uh, the ice cream truck. I might have. But, if, but, but he better up, be selling ice cream. Yeah, I'm saying if he had no ice cream, I was like, what the fuck was this You shit? better be selling some fucking Choco with Tacos. I stopped playing with yeah. my emotions. Yeah, dude. I see, but that is the thing, though. I mean, you can only have to go so far because, you know, kids will chase that truck. Oh, yeah. And once they get to the end, they'll be, let me get another buddy. Let me. So that probably was the deploy tactic. You know, you played this little do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. And the kids followed along. They was chasing around, following the the tunes and shit. Mm-hmm. It's like, what a mother guy ice cream truck. And he come with the pipe and boom, boom, boom. You yep. know, whack a hole and took them all away. <laughs> That's a good point, man. I feel like if, I feel like was like 18 angry kids, though. They probably could take them. How many yeah. how many kids do you think you could fight? Uh, like, do you think you could fight thirty five year olds? Fuck no, no. I'm I'm going down. You are? Uh, yeah, at thirty five year olds. Uh, twenty twenty five year olds. You think you could take on twenty five year olds? Um, no. They're five, dude. They're not even like they can't even operate as a, as a singular unit. You'd be fighting them one on one. Like you could literally pick one up and throw one at. A group of another one. They, they, it depends on how niche these five-year-olds are, though, because I've, 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 I've met some nasty five-year-olds. The, the thing that you're going to run into, the problem is endurance. That's what I'm saying. Because they're going to outlast you. That's what I'm saying. But if you hurt them, like if you really like hurt their soul and just be like, Rah! like if you really hulk out on them, they'll be afraid. They won't attack. I've met some. Like I said, I've met some. Like I said, I've met some nasty five-year-olds. I think like I'm, some really nasty five-year-olds. I think I could take thirty-five-year-olds. You ever seen that movie Cooties? No. Uh-uh. That's oh, amazing, though. Yeah, it's a, it's a movie called Cooties. It got Elijah Wood in it, I believe. And um, uh, uh, elementary school or some shit get infected with this um, disease, and it pretty much turned all the kids into zombies. So this is oh, what you... Oh, yeah. That sounds so good. All attacking motherfuckers and shit. So these rabid-ass kids and shit. That <laughs> sounds like kindergarten now. Yeah, if they're oh. zombies, I'm not doing it. Because, you know, they, they kids like to bite anyway. Like, I yeah. mean, just like imagine kids after they have birthday cake at a party. Like, think about those five year olds. Think yeah. about, have you ever been at like a, a kid, a child's party where they are like, oh, just yeah, running no. around? Yeah. Like, think, about, st- think about that. I still think I could do it. Like, Dude, if, they're, if they're running at me, I'm just, I'm kicking them all in the chest. Just, just poof, all the one to one. Like, just screaming. Like, I'm they're just, just knocking, a crazy. I'm mom. knocking all the air out of them. So you're doing, so you're doing the Ken and Ryu spin kicking shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm running right through them. Just, just, just a world, I'm a whirling dervish of violence. Same man, man, that, that's a T-shirt right there. Whirling, Whirling dervish of violence. Yeah, let me write that down. <laughs> it's a wrestling shirt too. Yeah, it's just gonna be you. It's, it's, it's just be you, like in the um, in the hurricane kick stance, and you. It's like kids flying. <laughs> <laughs> just little kids, little Tyler's flying around. <laughs> Got any artists out there listening to this? We we need this this mocked up. We need the drawing of this. Yeah, just Aaron and the. I literally, I'm literally gonna see if I can get that uh, shirt commission. Hurricane kick, yeah, man. You in the background just kind of got your hands on your uh, on your face like Home Alone and shit, like while all the kids. <laughs> Ed's horrified. Arms, arms, just looking at a kid fly away. <laughs> it's like, oh man, like kid got some distance. <laughs> oh man, that's it. But like, um, Ed, you recently had some life changes arise. Am I correct? The yeah, change man. of uh, job and everything or whatnot. Yeah, yeah. I had to like I had to leave my last job um, just because it just wasn't like it, it just was a bad fit, and mm-hmm. it was just kind of like one of those things like if it's more what's more important your check or your sanity. Yeah, and I chose sanity, 
and it's one of those, it was one of those adult moments too because it's like when you're when you're a kid and you do the right thing like you get the right reward but as mm-hmm. an adult sometimes you make the right decision and sometimes like the reward is just not as great so like when I, I, feel like, I feel like I make the right decision but the reward is that you don't have a paycheck so yeah or, but you have love. your sanity yeah I do have that yeah your conscience so I mean, have you ever experienced any similar uh, situations yourself? A A Ryan. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I've I've quit plenty of jobs because they were driving me nuts, you know. Yeah, and you I've been fishing uh, gym equipment for you and shit. Yeah, no, like I've I've <laughs> I've quit or I've gotten like the only job that I really was upset about getting let go from was when I was working for Samsung because that was a really great gig and I really liked my coworkers and I really liked what I did. Um, but it just wasn't like, it wasn't, that wasn't like a, a long-term gig. I didn't know that at the time and I don't think they even knew it at the time, but yeah. Um, yeah. I've worked in like shitty restaurants and like shitty bars and for shitty managers and for, you know, just shitty people that really had no business being in the management position. And so like when you deal with people that talk to you any kind of way, just because they can on a regular basis, on a daily basis, it will cause you to, um, yeah, yeah. Act out. Yeah. Act out or just like second guess yourself or, you know, any, any number of things that, that could lead to self-destruction. So yeah, if you work at a shitty job, just, just quit find a different yeah. one like there's plenty of opportunities like there's so many jobs nowadays that weren't around I don't know about that. 20 years dude you can make a <laughs> no dude you can make a job on you can have a job doing youtube yeah you can that wasn't a job when i was a kid well yeah you can but i mean you could be a skateboarder you, <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, like, you could just do it like <laughs> no i'm just saying though like if you like if you start young enough or if you get good enough like the, you can find a way to make money doing something that you're road, really good though that's the thing there's a road to get not to for that. you and me work done it's no, over for no, us. I'm saying, we like, are washed. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like generally speaking, there are more opportunities for kids to make money these days than there yeah. were 20 years ago. Well, yeah, that I agree with. But I'm saying, like, it's just there's a road there too. That's what not. I'm talking to. I'm talking to the children. Yeah. All right. I'm talking to the kids that listen to random ramblings with Rob. Hey, kids, follow your dreams. Yeah. Hopefully, with consent of your parents. <laughs> with consent of your parents. But even if your parents say no, do it anyway. Do it anyway and collect. And when they when they see that first check. When they see that first $7,000 check coming in the mail from you sitting in your bedroom and opening up packages and talking to a camera, they'll understand. They'll get it. They'll just be like, wow, I didn't understand it before, but I understand $7,000. I understand opening up a savings account. I understand being able to set up a 401k. Yeah, There's a road, though. And and, and tell them it was all thanks to State You're Taking uh, Random Realms with Rob. Yeah. Yeah. Tell them I fathered your whole style. Yeah. And it break me off 7%. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> went a little high. I was going to say at least three. No. I mean, I just said some words and you clung to it. But. I want seven. I want seven because seven starts with S and so does state your take. Ah, I see it yeah. there. Yeah. So yeah. You get a hand clap on that. Thank you. I really need some more sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> the only ones I got. I got the horn. Surprise, motherfucker. I got my, my naughty time music. We got this one. That's all we got right now. That's all we can yes. use. Yes. Oh, sorry. <laughs> It'll oh, come in time. 
We got this one too. Yep. Hey, hey, hey. That's Kawhi Leonard. That's the right one. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was way back there. I didn't hear it, but okay, I will take your word for it. Right, well, <laughs> just, just, just don't know that it was there. I, I, maybe I'll find it on the internet somewhere and I'll dub it in. <laughs> maybe not because I don't want to do all that work. No, that's fine. <laughs> but uh, AA Ron. Yeah, man. Uh, I met you in person like twice. Right. And um, I did not know that you was a, a, a deceptively a snack. Oh. So wow. I, so how long have you been working out? Um, I started training when uh, I was, I had to have been like 20, 21. So going on, how many years is that? 14 years? <laughs> About 14 years. Uh, yeah, dude. So uh, I was, again, working in a restaurant and I would get off super late at night and I would go to Walmart. Like you, much like yourself. Hey, blow a horn. <laughs> I would get a DVD and um, like a DV, uh, like a frozen dinner, and that would be like my tradition every every night. Um, and then one day, like when you're walking around Walmart, eventually at some point you're gonna pick up something that you don't necessarily need. Um, of course. And I picked up an Iron Gym, like one of those door hanging uh, chin up bars, right? I was like, I'm just yeah. gonna, I'm just gonna do this, um, and I started doing that, and I had some free weights, and I started doing like, you know, just regular home workout. Didn't know a shit from shit, um, exercises, and then you know, once I moved into my apartment, I started going to my apartment gym, and then when I outgrew those dumbbells and those weights, I went to a big box gym, and then it was actually our friend Young Corona. Again, who said, you ever thought about becoming a personal trainer? I was like, no. And he's like, well, you spend enough time in the gym. <laughs> you might as well get paid for it. Hey, so man. there you go. That's how, that's how that happens. But I appreciate you calling me a snack. I think, that's a, I think that's a thing that not enough people realize about State Your Take with Ed and Aaron is how remarkably good looking we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I let people know that on the regular. <laughs> you know, so I just... Uh, it's no mystery here on my end. You know what I mean? Well, maybe, maybe it's a mystery on I my end. I try and tell you to let people know that. I got to put that out there, the energy out there, man. Well, you do say that, but no. I just, I, I think that, um, well, well you lost. I, I think I did. I lost my, I lost my train of thought, but thank you for saying that anyway. <laughs> yeah, because I did. Because, like, when I see you, I mean, I ain't all up in your pectoral region and whatnot and just iron you down and shit. I mean, you know, I'm talking, make eye contact like an adult's supposed to do and shit. Right, right. And then all of, uh, I was, um, when I asked you to be on the show, I was just kind of going through your social media and everything. And I was like, oh, shit, all right, so this is Ed over here, you know. You, you would think you would have a couple of kids and everything. He sired a few or whatnot, but he ain't got <laughs> none. He's, yeah, nothing. Uh, and then I go over here to you, old lone wolf looking ass dude with yeah. fucking veins and biceps and shit i was like what the fuck where yeah. all this comes from <laughs> yeah it's all it's all photoshop that's uh huh. that's just filters really really well done filters. filters i got vein filters on instagram <laughs> vein filters um yeah painting imagine games that, imagine that in a dick pic what <laughs> like a dick pic with vein filters imagine that shit okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> i was like it's wait like, what is it i got veins on veins <laughs> Oh my God! Oh, uh, shout out to a former guest and uh, the homie uh, Height Height the Great. Uh, he got a filter published to uh, 
Instagram. So oh, yeah, that's check awesome. That. Is it a vein so, filter? Yeah, it's a, no, no, no. It's a face filter. It's okay. like a, it's a sunflower speaker looking thing with its logos for the eyes. And uh, every time you sing a melody, music notes will fly out your mouth and shit. That's oh. that's pretty. That's pretty cool, man. That's cool. Yo, I, he's he's a smart motherfucker. Y'all was doing some crazy shit. How do you do that? Like, how do you get a filter on Instagram? Like, do you just you, program it and then you just what yeah, upload it? I don't understand how that works. Well, you program it, and I guess there's a submittal process and whatnot. Because I've seen a couple of other people do it, but I don't know what the I don't personally know what the process entails. I might have to hit him up and ask that. Okay. That might be a tidbit of information for um, people out there who do things like that but don't know how to get the things and stuff. I was going to say, that has like a random rambling, ramblings with Rob written all over it. Like a a random, a random 3R filter on Instagram? Like, you should really get on that, bro. I need to hit the boy height up. You, you, you're working my brain muscles or whatnot. I'm saying, though, man. Use your biceps and everything or whatever. I'm using my brain muscle. Hey man, that's the, a, the brain that's is the most important muscle of them all. Yeah. And if you got an old lady, you're you thang lying. <laughs> <laughs> it's got an old lady. She ain't old. Yeah. Don't don't don't. Please don't please don't be mad at me for saying that. But you're not old. It's just like she gets it. She gets it. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a term. It's just a term. It's just a term. Just a term. She gets it. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I it. think when I started dating my wife or whatever, I, I would introduce her as my old lady and whatnot, and she'd be like, well, "Why you keep calling me that?" I was like, "This just 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 a thing. Don't worry about it." I mean, I can't That's call you old like I'm older than you. Yeah. That's well, like... my, mine is older than me. So. No, I mean, yeah. Ooh, nice. Cougar. She was robbing a cradle, huh? Ah, and that's funny because her name is Robin. Uh... <laughs> that would be a good. Hey, that's a great rap name, Robin the Cradle. Oh is that a shit! Good, is that a good rap yeah. name? Is that a is that a good rap name or a better porn star name? Ooh, I like both of those. You got double horns. <laughs> that's too much. <laughs> but I like both of those. <laughs> What was the whole would, what was the whole formula to like find your porn star name? Was it like your first pet and then the street you grew up on? Is that the one I'm thinking about? I never knew because I always feel like porn stars don't do that when they name themselves. <laughs> um yeah. What was your I think what the, was your what, what would have been yours? What yeah. was your pet and then what was your first street? I don't, I never had a pet. You never had a pet? Mm-mm. What was your first street name? Uh Samoa. What? Exactly. What was it? Samoa. Spell that. S A M O A. Space yes. W A Y. Like, that would have been your porn star name. Samoa. You would be like a one star porn star. You or one name porn star. You'd be like uh, Mandingo or uh, Samoa. Yeah, that would be your name. But you'd have to like spell it kind of funky because it sounds, dude. All right, the way that you it's said it, it name. sounds almost African. Oh, yeah. So I mean, like Samoa, Samoa. That counts. That sounds kind of. That might be all right. I think any name See, can be a look, name, You can, though, you can brand name. all kinds of stuff with that. And like anytime you do something, you can do it the Samoa way. Yeah, dude. Come on. You missed out. Did I? Yeah, <laughs> you did. You should have had me around. Man, <sighs> could have been making money right now, dude. It's just, yeah. Doing it all the Samoa way. Slinging dick. And it's a Samoa way. <laughs> Slinging dick the Samoa way. Yeah. Okay. I mean, and you, would have talked with a, you could talk with a fake Nigerian accent. Uh, no, I'm not doing that. You wouldn't perpetuate the stereotype. <laughs> nah, I'm not doing that. I mean, I'll, I'll, the name fine. I'm not gonna. No. Yeah, because it's that. not like yeah, because it's not like they don't perpetuate stereotypes in porn, right? Yeah, like they, they got enough of that shit. I'm not, I, need to, I need to add to that. It's like putting icing on icing. I'm good. No thanks. It's like putting. Oh, well, you putting icing on cakes if you're doing porn. 
See it? See it? Yeah, you see it. the vision. Rob knows the fucking vibes. I get yeah. it, but it's like, but it's like Jenna Jameson. It's like, is that a porn name? No, but it's got the alliteration, which is good. It's either good for a porn star or for a superhero. All the best superheroes yeah. have like some sort of alliteration. I feel like you make the name though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just one of those things. Name makes you. Nah, Important so. the name makes you. All right, so so um, and it's just the double letters too. Like but I'm saying, Jenna, like, two J's, like, uh, Bruce mm-hmm. Banner, two B's, right? Scott yep. Parker, two E. Yep. Clark Kent, even though it's C and K, it's still got that hard k sound. So, yeah. with Condoleezza being a Secretary of State, did her name make that? Like that's what I'm saying. Condoleezza. Condoleezza. Yeah, she could be a porn star. That could be a porn star. But she's Secretary of State. But it could have. But if it could, if it goes a different direction for her, she still is, you know, selling see, tapes. That, she's that, selling tapes. I'm saying like that. Bob, she she made the name though. It's not the name to make her. Yeah, oh, that's that's, that's your that's argument. What I'm saying. Oh, okay. It's like yeah. I mean, I feel like if you if you have a name and you become big enough for something, then that name because then like I'm paying attention to somebody named Condoleezza. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. That that. She had to become something with a name like that. Yeah, you can't not be. You can't just be like Condoleezza that works, you know, at the bus stop. Mm-hmm. No, you can't be Toll Booth Condoleezza. You got to be Condoleezza fucking Rice, Secretary yeah. of State. We said it now. Not, near owner of the Cleveland Browns. You say that now. Was I it mean, the Cleveland yeah. Browns? Cincinnati Bengals? One of those. I, I know plenty of uh, Ashika Shays or whatever. They ain't shit. So right. Yeah, I've, I've also I've also seen a name person named Ab City. You seen that name? Ab City. A B C D E is the how it's spelled. <laughs> I've seen that name before. No bullshit. Shut up. I'm not bullshit. No bullshit. I'm not lying. I'm I swear, hand on the Bible. Absidy. That is an I'm that's a real name. I'm not no, bullshit. It isn't. All right. I look hand on the Bible. I swear to God. I didn't make that up just now. I, I'm, I am for real. They pronounce it Absidy. I was like, get the fuck out of here. That's a, that's a sub city, a suplex city. Right. <laughs> Like I was like, the, I was like, get the fuck out of here. Name your kid Absidy. Absidy. I met a dude named Shampoo once. See, what is it? What do you What do you do with that name? Like, what do you become with the name of Shampoo? Uh, he worked at the He worked at House of Blues. Did he? Yeah. Uh, they, that That sounds like a blues thingy, like Shampoo Smith or something like that. Uh, no, I don't. I don't think he had a last name, or he didn't go by a last name. But he his just, name was just Shampoo. He just introduced himself to sh- nicest dude ever, from what I'm I sure. remember. But he was just like, "Hey, I'm Shampoo," and I was like, "Wait, what?" I didn't want to like insult him, so I kind of just like I didn't I no sold it. I was just like, oh okay, cool, nice to meet you. And then all day, the only thing I could talk about from with other people was that guy's name is fucking Shampoo. Like they named him Shampoo. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's not like a blues singer name. He had no like, last name. Yeah. My name is Shampoo. I don't think he was a singer. He could have been. He could have been an artist, but I think uh, I think he was working security or something like that. He was working like kind of like a a low key job. But, fuck with Shampoo. Beat no, I mean, he, yeah, he probably did have hands. I'm saying, like, he probably did have hands. Nigga, I know because I'll shampoo. wash you with this left and this right, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll wash you. <laughs> I'll fucking moisturize your scalp with these hands. <laughs> I give you some conditions. I give you some conditions. The, the conditions. Condition your dome piece, baby. Yeah, put the conditions that I put on you. Uh, it's like shampoo at the door. Oh, damn. Shampoo at the door, man. Who is it? <laughs> Oh shit! So we done had some uh, wrestling terms and uh, you know references and everything thrown out there. Or whatever. Are you fan? Are you both fans of professional wrestling? I am. I I'm not. I I was. It's hard to get into at this point now. Well, I keep telling him that he needs to just watch either like NXT or maybe like AEW, something like kind of far out. Yeah, because that'll bring him back in. 
I was at Worlds Collide not too long ago. Yeah, I was too. Why? I, damn, I wish I would have known that. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know that you were there until after the fact. But yeah, I was at uh, Worlds Collide. Um, me and uh, Young Corona went kind of last minute. Didn't really plan on going because I didn't know that tickets were going for they were so inexpensive. Bucks? Yeah, they were so, super inexpensive, and I was like, I, I thought for sure it was going to sell out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I've been back into watching wrestling since i don't know maybe like 2000 it was summer of punk like punk was the one that brought me back in like or, yeah i think i i left i think i know the, I know the time i left i always have this tell i tell story everyone asked me like when you start watching wrestling like it was the storyline that i saw when um i think they said that kane murdered someone oh katie vick yeah, Kane murdered someone, and instead of like calling the police, they had like a match. I was like, "Yep, yeah, this is my stop. Just let me off right here. <laughs> I'm good." That that had to have been like two thousand, two thousand one. I maybe? just couldn't. Yeah, that was like that was that was like I can't do this anymore, man. It was. Yeah, I just couldn't. Like I couldn't. Because I mean, I know that it's supposed to be ridiculous on some level, and I get that part, but it's just like mm-hmm. I can't. It's like it just seems like it was just a poorly written storyline. I just got. I know that's supposed to be not Well, that's why you need to jump back in now because the storylines, as silly as they are now, they're at least grounded somewhat yeah, in reality. Yeah, I just want them to be entertaining at least. But then it's like this isn't entertaining. This is just weird yeah. and off. I don't know. Yeah. This is strange. I think that whole time frame that you're talking about where you got out of it is like I missed that whole period of time because 9-11 happened and I was in the military. So oh, I yeah, was gone yeah, most yeah. of the time. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It was bad. Well, so I, was from, in co- I was in college, so I didn't get a lot of that either. Oh. So like 2001 to like 2003, 2004, sometime up in there, I was like gone. So I didn't even really catch too much of that. I found out that Eddie Guerrero died when I was in Iraq. I was oh, like, yeah, yeah, dude. So when did you get back into it? Um, It was probably, um, it was after Wave Mysterio won the world title. Mm. So that was like four or five or something like that. Yeah. So... I think I might have really got back into it 2006. Okay. Yeah, so that's right around the time that I was I got back into it as well. Oh, wow. Um, but yeah, I was just kind of chilling on the internet on a message board, on a hip-hop message board, and someone was talking about this straight-edge professional wrestler that was kind of talking all this shit. He was, he was shooting hard on the industry, as they, as they say. And uh, I was like, straight-edge? I was like, I'm straight-edge. I was like, I want to watch what this, what this guy's talking about. And then I saw... CM Punk sitting on the stage in, I think it was Las Vegas, and shooting hard into the camera, talking about Triple H being a doofus and saying hi to Colt Cabana. And I was like, what is going on right now? Even like, even though I didn't really have a clue of what was going on, I knew that what I was seeing was something special because he he name-checked John Laurinaitis, who was a backstage producer. And I was like, nobody says John Laurinaitis' name on, on, on television. What mm-hmm. is he talking about? Uh and so that's kind of how I got hooked back in. So, yeah. I don't know. I, my, I'm always off in all facets of life with my timelines and everything or whatever. But John Laurinaitis wasn't any on-screen character. No, before that point was he? No, he. I. He, I, th- I don't think he had been on television since he was in the ring performing. Oh, right. No, he. Uh, he was um, Johnny Ace. He was one of the. What was the name of their tag team? They were like a. They were a bunch of like skaters. Um, the originator of the cutter, the originator of the ace cutter, yeah. Like uh, so, he did the, he did the ace cutter, 
And then Randy Orton just added a little jump to it and made it like the most popular move in wrestling. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so John Laurinaitis wasn't on TV and then Punk kind of name checked him. And so they made John Laurinaitis a character on TV. And yeah, that's kind of how you got how you got in. That's kind of how he that's kind of how I got back into it. Yeah. No, I was, I was there for the highs of the highs. Like I was like I was there for, you know, like I, I, I think I watch um, wrestling consistently from like since I was like five. Mm-hmm. Um, I was there for like the WWF, like the old school stuff with Hulk Hogan, Undertaker, uh, um, Undertaker, Ultimate Warrior, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Even now with the with the NWO, yeah, man. all that stuff going on, and then yeah. like it, it, like the Generation X. Everybody was watching wrestling at that time. Yeah, at that time, like, you could go to you could like you couldn't go to school. Yeah, and not talk about what happened on Monday Night Raw or Nitro or giving stunners on the playground, telling the yep. teacher to suck it. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, like that far. <laughs> just, I, that's like a, that happened a few times. It happened a few times at my school. Oh yeah, you got to do the crotch chop. Yeah, yeah, there was a, but there was, there was a lot of crotch chopping. A lot of. Yeah, um, I, I think I had every iteration of the Stone Cold shirt that ever came out at that time. I used to. What, me and my homeboy used to wear the DX shirts in the hallway and whatnot. That's how we be. I, I formed a lot of friendships because of professional wrestling. And oh shit. yeah, like, I dude, totally, man. And they the would home- pump it out those t-shirts, man. They made a new shirt like every week because people was buying them shits. Shoot, yeah. Stone Cold. Yep, I would, Are you I, work, I worked in Spencer Gifts and whatnot for a time, so oh, I would get oh, those yeah. shirts. You was, yeah, you had you had, them on, you had them on discount. There you go. Yeah. What do you five discount? What do you what are your, <laughs> what are your thoughts on AEW? I like it. And um somebody asked me about it the other day. Um they was talking about um I think cuz you know people's going to like it, people's going to hate it. And I think the question that was posed was like um you can't tell me that AEW isn't putting on compelling storylines. And I think they were referencing specifically uh the Cody Rhodes and MJF stuff going on. Right, and, yeah. And all I was like, you know, I mean, I enjoy it. But I'm not hard pressed if I miss an episode. That's kind of how I feel too. Like the fact that it goes against NXT on Wednesday nights now is really it's fun, but it also I feel kind of bad because I'll sit there and I'll watch NXT and I'll kind of mm-hmm. just leave it on and I'll I'll kind of forget that AEW is on. Mm-hmm. Not in not because I don't find it entertaining, but it's just like I'm already watching wrestling. Like yeah. You know, it, it's it's kind it's kind of starting to feel like that, you know, nitro raw flip the channels back and forth kind of thing where Different like you notes. don't want to miss something but also you know, like I I I for my money NXT is putting on the better show, like the more mm-hmm. entertaining show, but I do want to support AEW just because I want to yeah. see them grow and succeed. We all have DVR now though. I like, don't have yeah, DVR. I was, you know what? I was just about to bring that up. Yeah. I'm, not, See, I'm not rich like you, Ed. I don't have a DVR. Okay. You always want to like act like I'm shaming you some shit. Like people, you kind people of are, have, dude. Like you kind of your wallet shaming me right now. Your am account I? shaming me. Am I? Your direct oh, deposit shaming me. See, man, you know he spent all his money on supplements and gym time and That's shit, it. man. I don't right. even do that. I don't even do that, dude. That's the thing. I don't even oh, do that. Natural roots and berries and shit hey, from man. outside. Hey, man, this is this is just piss and vinegar that's coursing through these veins right now. <laughs> this is no, there's no, there's no powders. There's no supplements. It's just bread. It's just yeah, loaves of bread. <laughs> bread but and to cheese. Point or whatever. Uh, but to it. <laughs> 
But to Ed's point, I mean, that's just kind of how I view it or whatever. Because be, even before AEW and even before NXT moved up to USA Network, you know, regular cable and whatnot, I enjoyed NXT, but I wouldn't watch it week to week. I would stockpile them bitches because I have the WWE Network and Hulu. Right. And I would just watch them at, at my leisure, whatever, especially like if a takeover or something was coming up. I would go back and watch the weeks prior so I'd be caught up to why they're having this match at this uh, pay-per-view or whatever. Right. That's how I treated NXT and them going to USA didn't change that. I watch it at my leisure. But um, I've been trying to keep up most recently be- because um, they had the Dusty Classic and I kind of like to be ahead of the spoilers. Yes. So I will watch something like that. And um, with AEW is, you know, I'm at work when it comes on and I do DVR it and it's that's starting to become somewhat of the same thing that I do with NXT. But at least with AEW, I will go back the next day and watch it. Yeah, it it, it definitely like we're at we're at like another I would say golden period for wrestling where there's just so much content available between you know the stuff here in America and over in Japan. I mean, you can you could literally watch wrestling seven days a week and be watching yes. a different program every every day. Um, and I kind of feel bad because I was just like, I don't have enough time in my day to sit down and watch all this shit. Right. Yeah. Like you do kind of feel a little guilty because you see all these wrestlers busting their ass and they literally give their bodies for you, for your entertainment. Yeah. And you're just like, I want to support. I want to buy all your T-shirts. I want to buy all your merch. I want to watch every show that you're on. But it's yeah, a lot. Time. Um, like I'm. I, I, I try to get into do it a couple times and I failed. I, I don't know what it is. You went to a roast show. We did. We took did Ed to a. Show. We had, we took Ed to a reality of wrestling show. Not, I not sat long ago. by a very smelly person. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. That's yeah, good. it was no like I couldn't. I had to like, keep my head one way. Yeah. Because that person smelled so bad. Like I, every time I turned, it just hit my nose. I was like, oh god. Yeah. And I'll I don't forget. Sometimes as I watch the show, because like the show is going is moving everywhere. So you try to see something, you follow your eyes. And your head turns and it hits your nose. It's like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. And I don't understand that, man. It, it is a, a a detrimental trope to the wrestling community, dog, when they go to these conventions. I mean, it's not so much even just wrestling stuff. It's like comic book conventions and all that shit, Yeah, too. dude. Those fuckers don't wash, man. It's, just, don't it's definitely the true stereotype of, <laughs> fucking, it's just soap, of geekdom. Dog. Yeah, it's just soap and soap water, and man. and water and effort. That's all it takes is just a little bit of effort. Yeah, soap, maybe a washcloth definitely a washcloth um and some effort but i feel bad for like the people who are there for that event specifically like you know if somebody come down they invited to and paid to be there and they had to you know deal with the fans and whatnot which i mean i'm pretty sure they they wouldn't be there without the fans but right. then, you know they get that one motherfucker that come up that paid the vip double platinum exclusive ticket to get a picture and a hug and an autograph and some other shit and they get in and they put that arm up for that hug and yeah. shit. And you just, oh, yeah. It's like, I just performed. How do I smell worse? How do you smell worse than me? Like, yeah. I was just out here just jumping off ropes and stuff like that. And I was out here sweating. And, you, and I smell better than you. Make it make sense. It doesn't make sense. Dude. Make That's it make thing. sense. It doesn't make sense. It'll never make sense. So you can live to be a yeah, thousand years old. It, it will never make sense. Yeah, it was like, so that they took away from it a bit. Like, I'm not even going to lie. Because I, I couldn't turn my head certain ways. You know, so... But, but did you enjoy it? No, it was cool. It was cool. It was right? cool though. It wasn't bad. Yeah, like it was wasn't. It was, it was cool. Like I don't know how me, I got that seat, but <laughs> yeah, let me give you my beef. Let me give you my beef with reality of wrestling. All right, let's hear it. 
these motherfuckers. <laughs> Every weekend that I have to go out of town or something pops up personally that I have to take care of on the weekend, they put on a fire ass show. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. I was like, you motherfuckers. <laughs> you gotta you gotta get lucky with with wrestling like live local wrestling shows, I think, because one of two things is gonna happen. Either they put on a regular show and they kind of just get whoever the local talent is, and maybe they bring in like one or two superstars we traveling. Saw, we saw Booker T that night. We did see Booker T that night. Yeah. That was like I think that was his re- last match, his like retirement match or whatever. That was cool. Um, or they just go balls to the walls and just book. Whoever they can, whoever recently got released from WWE or who's the next hot young upstart or, you know, the local talent and just like everybody and anybody is there. And they do that quite often with reality of wrestling because of the Booker T connection. Like you just the amount of talent that has come through Houston through the wrestling scene is really remarkable when you look at who's stepped foot in reality of wrestling, you know, in the the past like 10 years or so. The only thing that I want to do, because I mean, she, she's a big deal now. I want to. I'm trying to see her before she get too too big, because um she used she came she was on the show Kiara Hogan. Yeah, dude. And a couple times that she went down there to perform, and and like I said, it was one of those weekends where I couldn't be there, and I, that's all I want to do is see her perform live at least once. Oh, you never saw her? <laughs> Not live. No. She was at the like, uh, she was at the last event that uh, uh, Kyle and I went to. Like she was there. It was a it was a ladies' night out, and it was pretty, yeah, it was know, pretty good. Which I had to go to Lake Charles. Oh to yeah, handle. that's where you went. <laughs> and I was like, motherfucker. Yeah, no, you she know? was good, man. Is that, is I that, did okay. I did get to meet her in person at a uh, WrestleCon for when they had WrestleMania in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. So I got to meet her in person, and I took a picture with her. So that was cool, but I never got to see her perform live before. Yeah, no, she's great. She's really fun. Are you going to uh, Are you going to Mania in uh, Tampa this year? I'm trying. Yeah my my WrestleMania history, my WrestleMania track record, out of the past what since since thirty. So I've been to all of them. I've been to all of them except for one so far since thirty one. That's the so I've been to one, Jesus. I've been to thirty one. I've been to thirty two. Didn't go to thirty three. I've been to thirty four. And I just went to this last one. That's pretty crazy, man. That's dedication, bro. And the tradition with it is, you know, my WrestleMania track history is is it all happened last minute. Mm. (laughs) So I can tell you now that I'm not going or I might go and, you know, I might poof, wind up in Tampa and shit. So, I mean, it's it's up in the air. So I always say I don't know. (laughs) That's the most fun aspect about it is that like that last minute surprise, surprise, motherfucker, that kind of thing. Because the, the the room, Surprise, so, the motherfucker. so the room is uh, reserved down there in Tampa. I had the room reserved for a couple months now, just in case. Just in case, man. Never be so, too sure. Yeah. It's, there's there's a lot of things competing for my attention though. Also. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like there's like we're also in the gold age of television. Yeah, there's a lot of shit to watch. Yeah. So I know people and and anyone that's saying that wrestling is dumb. If you if you say wrestling is dumb, you watch anything on Bravo. Or VH1. I don't want to hear it because it's, it's, it's the same but, shit. It's the same thing. If you watch anything Lifetime, ugh. like no, because all that all that reality stuff, it's the same shit. Like the reality TV stuff, it's the same. It's like the wrestling formula for the most part. Like they have they they cut promos. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like they they're throwing drinks at each other and shit. They have like they have fights backstage and all that stuff. They have reunions where they're fighting. It's it's wrestling for it's just wrestling. They took the wrestling. It's a movie. bunch of adults that are incapable of solving their differences with discussion. Yeah. <laughs> that's all it is. That's man. what wrestling is. That's yeah. wrestling. That's reality TV. It's basically it's the same shit. So it's like if you say like, oh, wrestling is dumb, but you watch Real Housewives of Fill in the Blank or whatever, like, I don't want to hear it. Yeah. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> what are you watching yeah. right now? Oh man, I just I just finished Euphoria. Mm-hmm. Oh, so HBO. It's re- oh, the Zendaya shit. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. She's great. Yeah, I've heard she's good in that. She's great in it. Oh, everyone, I think everyone in this is pretty good. Um, I've actually watched a few a few things actually. I just I finished BoJack Horseman. Oh gosh, I I'm not fucking BoJack. Uh, okay. I also finished The Good Place. Oh yeah, yeah. I've heard that's pretty good too. It's great. Yeah, it's, it's 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 over now. It's a pretty good ending though. Like it's over, over. Like mm-hmm. it's it's done forever. Serious now, yeah. Oh Serious shit. Finale. Uh, and you know, you was talking about there's so much to watch and indulge in and whatnot. That's kind of been my thing. You talk about that show or just had a season finale or series finale. That's kind of what I wait for now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm waiting for a show to end completely so I can go back and watch it all. It's a great point. Yeah, Bojack had, like I said, Bojack had a series finale. Like, that's over now. I uh, What was that show that I wanted to wait until it was done? Um, I can't remember. But it was a show that everybody started watching and I was like, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait until it at least get you. What was or it? Then you find yourself uh, watching a show like Supernatural and shit, which is on their fifteenth season. I was like, well, I don't yeah, think it's going to end. Yeah, Supernatural is never going to end. It never. Well, it um, is. This is this is currently is the last season. No, so it it's not. End. Like they say that it is, and they're going to bring it back in a couple of years. Season twenty. Like, I mean, good for them though, because they cause just dude, yeah, no, those guys got paychecks on paychecks. Yeah, for sure. Like, and I. I'm not going to say that I thought that that show was that great when I first watched it, but I understand why people fell in love with it for sure. I mean, um, I, I I fell in love with it because I fell in love with my wife because of it, kind of. Oh, really? Is that the one that you guys bonded over? <laughs> yeah, it was when we was dating, she introduced me to it, and we've been up to date ever since. Oh, wow. So, oh, wow. So that's it, cool. It, it is 15 seasons, so yeah, that's longevity. Yeah, that definitely will keep you a, a relationship <laughs> <Right>. strong. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's like teen season show. We can't break up. We have to finish watching Supernatural. It's like Bonding on the Simpsons. <laughs> oh, Lord. what is it? It's like Bonding What's, on the Simpsons. Oh. Like if you had, that oh, was a show you bonded on the like Simpsons. yeah. That show's been alive since I've been alive. Seriously, 20, yeah, yeah. Twenty some years. Shit, that and South Park is coming up behind them too. South Park. Yeah. yeah, I remember when South Park came out, and that was like a fucking cultural shift. Like everything kind of changed after South Park. Comedy yeah. Central for sure. Comedy Central used to only show like stand up comedy. Yeah. And like what? reruns of Police Academy. <laughs> yeah, Chappelle show on South Park definitely. Yep. Changed did it for in Comedy Central. Yep. But yeah, man, with Supernatural, man, I, I just in it's almost like any other thing. If it stick around too long, you like you know what are they going to get into next? How are they going to overcome this? And then you kind of realize the patterns and it's all that kind network, of. It's that network TV shit, man. Mm-hmm. It's like they just keep pumping out episodes on episodes and just like at some point like what is this yeah but yeah man i got a supernatural tattoo on my shoulder i got damn at comic palooza the, the lady had the car there from the show i mean oh, yeah. i mean i was from the show but she had a car like the one in the show and she had it down to the t of like every detail of the car from the tv show and I seen that shit, dog, and I was flipping the fuck out, man. I was like, oh, they even had, um, 
I forget what season it was, but um, they had an episode specifically where they was talking about the car. And they were showing Sam and Dean being young kids riding in the back of the car. And they had a melted army man in the um, backseat driver's side in the ashtray holder. They had a melted army man in there. And when I seen this car at Comic Palooza, they had that same damn army man in the same seat in the same ashtray. And I was like, they got everything. <laughs> That's fucking cool, man. Yeah, the attention and detail that people put into those recreations. The lady had. man. The lady who did the stuff and everything, she had uh, most of the weapons that from the show in the trunk that she made, and they she had a replica of the their father's diary that they carried around, and she handwritten all the pages in the book from what she found from the shows and online and everything. That's crazy. Who's this person? It was some lady, man, that just maintained the car and brought it from show to show or whatever, man. I, I wish I took one of her cards and everything. But if she dared Comic Palooza this year, man, make sure you stop by and see that shit. Dude, people do that shit with like the uh the Ecto uh, Ecto one from Ghostbusters. Like there's all kinds of Ectos. Back to the future, like there's a whole community of people that just soup up DeLoreans. Like they buy DeLoreans and they make them look like the time machine. Um, yeah, they, the Batmobiles, gotta, like that's another one too. Like people do this shit and they fucking make money doing it. That's a crazy thing. It's like they'll take it, like Rob says, around to the cons and charge people to like sit in it and take photos with it. And that was that was what was cool about it for me because they charged people to like sit in the car or mm-hmm. whatever. But she let me do it for free because I had a supernatural tattoo. That's really awesome. That's really so, awesome too. Like the that like that level of geekdom kind of transcends money you know what i mean like it's like you see the love as much love as much as you love this shit i love that shit just as much so let's connect on that that's the difference man because she was like i think i think her deal was if you had any super supernatural merchandise or gear on you can you know get in the car for free and i told her i had the tattoo and my wife loved this shit she's like oh you got to come in <laughs> she moved a little rope to the side like i was vip and shit mm-hmm. i was like oh I got the video somewhere. It's on my Instagram. I, I I send that shit to you. That shit is fucking crazy, man. See? There you go, man. All you gotta do is just get a get a crazy Tat- tattoo and hope for the best. Get a crazy tattoo. Yeah. So get you a AEW tattoo. Yeah, right. <laughs> Maybe I'll get into every show for free. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that there are a lot of people that have have, have that already and are still paying for tickets, though. Yeah, yeah, probably. I'm pretty I, sure. I know for a fact. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, but um, speaking of tattoos and, you know, acclaim and, you know, a, a, a freaking level of, uh, I don't know, fanism or whatever the fuck. I don't know. I'm making up words. But um, as far as your podcast and everything, yeah, what are some of your goals that you guys kind of set forward for it or whatever? Is it just simply longevity, consistency? Or, I mean, what are something that you got in place for State to Shake? Um, with me, uh, I just want to be able to... A, like a just address issues with um a level of just um tact that I think sometimes missing when we talk about certain things. Like I don't know if yeah. the, I don't know, I don't know if tact is the word. It's just, I think that sometimes people just kind of talk out of their ass a lot. And I get and that's yeah. everywhere. And that's even like in in like major media platforms. Like you can go on CNN or MSNBC, like people that you're supposed to get and I'm not trying to compete with journalism, but I just want to like speak my piece on it because it just some things just don't make sense to me. And it just kind Wait, of you want to speak your piece on it or you want to state your take? take on it. Jesus Christ, come on, man. Take. The brand. Just think about the brand. All right. All right. My bad. I'm just like, it's like, um, 
like for instance, like one of the one of the things that I see now is like with the election, we don't get political, but this is an observation that I made. Um, like for instance, like Bernie Sanders will pull up and down, and his and the opinion will change. He's been the same guy for like eight hundred years, so it's always weird to me that like. <laughs> I don't know how the opinion of him changes so much. He's the same guy. He's been the same guy for like forever. But it's yeah. like, now we like him. Now we hate him. But he's the same person. It doesn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. But you'll see that like when you watch CNN, it's like, oh, well, people like him now. He's pulling. He's not, he's not pulling great now, but he's like pulling good later. It's like, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I don't get it. Like how? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I think what, one of the things that I want to do with the podcast is I want to... Uh, stop having to look for a regular job. That'd be cool. And yeah. just let this be a viable source of income for us. And that's, I think that's any podcast's dream. Yeah. <laughs> and not to say that that's the reason why we started, but yeah. the potential is there. And it would be great to be able to do something creative and fun and fulfilling. To me, this is therapeutic, man. Exactly. Like to me. So imagine if like... we could do it and. Have it sustain us. Yeah, like this, this doesn't feel like work to me. That would be honestly. amazing. It's just that's fit. the American, that's the American dream right there. It's just like I really, I just want to have a creative outlet also. This because this is like a creative outlet for us. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so, like, I don't think it's crazy, and I don't think it's wrong for podcasters to want to make money doing their podcast. Yeah. I just think that that should not be your driving force to do yeah, it. Yeah, no. Because if it were the driving force to do it, we would have stopped doing this a long time ago. Or I would have, yes. or I would have just been on here. Um, we could just be two black conservatives, talk about anti-vax, be like about anti-vax. Yeah, we could, we could, we could totally make up characters. Yeah, we could just make up shit and just like we could be like, di- we could be like the black diamond. Or we're the we're black, but we could be like diamond and silver. <laughs> I got the black diamond and silver because like I literally like the fact that they are black just kind of like left my mind. I was like, we could be the black diamond and silk. I was like, wait, <laughs> right. <laughs> We could the be male that. diamond and silk. The male diamond. So we could be the male diamond and silk. Like we could just do that. And we can probably just wait for someone to latch on to whatever we're saying and just back off of that shit. But I have to look at myself in the mirror and I don't want to do that. So Yeah. Word. Respect. Respect. <laughs> what know, man. It's I, I you know, um for me, you know, I would like all those things that you guys said and whatnot. But it's like I want this to be the place to put other people on as well. So yes. like, oh, you heard such and such on Rob's show? Yeah, man. And you know, I want the people that come here to, you know, kind of get a little boost from here. I can definitely know? get that from you too, man. Because like, like I said, from the very beginning, you were so welcoming and yeah. so warm and yeah. so nice to us. And you didn't know us from Adam. And you still were just like, hey, yeah, welcome to the podcasting community. This is so-and-so. Yeah. This is how you get sponsorships. This is how you do that. This yeah, is how you do that. We had no idea what the fuck we were doing. No idea what the fuck we were doing. And you were one of the very first people. Is it was like you, the girls from Houston ish, yeah. Cult Forty Five, yep. um, NRQ, NRQ. Like it was just like immediate, like just a love fest yeah. when we walked in, and like you guys didn't have to do that, and it was just so. It right. re- it really made like doing this that much easier because we knew we would have support from yeah. some already established names in the game. Yeah. And and that's how it should be, man. It's just like everybody around you isn't your competition per se. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, cause I mean, 
that's your colleague. That's your freaking, it's almost like your coworker and whatnot. You, you work with each other, you help each other out. And, you know, cause you bring something to this show that, you know, I wouldn't have without you and vice versa and whatnot. So, I mean, that's just kind of how I look at it. So anybody that's down to collab or, you know, work with or need help, I'm there to do that because personally it, it goes back to where like I look at my military career, you know, and I, I did well, but I feel like if I had certain people in certain places in my career that I probably would have been better off in certain spots. Right. So when I got to a point in my career to where I had, you know, the authority to lead and mentor people, that's what I did because I know that was something that I was lacking. And I kind of look at this the same way because they got people jumping in the podcast thing every day. And they were just like how I was when I first started. I didn't know what kind of mic to get. Mm-hmm. I didn't know where to post it when I finished recording it, how to edit it, what to use to edit it. I didn't know none of that shit. Right. You know? And I figured it out on my own. And I was like, well, there's somebody like me that's doing the same thing like right now. So I need to try to find these people and help as best as I can because I know that feeling and that fucking sucks. Yeah, man. That's so true. You know, you just you kind of jump into the ocean without, you know, any sort of equipment. And you, you you would like to have somebody there to help you. And like, I think you being kind of the liaison for new podcasters in the city is is like a great role for you because you just have that kind of spirit and you have that energy and you have that patience, you know. So I, I, I for one, I know we both really appreciate you and everything you've done. Yeah. Pretty much shit, man. I'm getting all misty eyed. Yo, <laughs> you stating your take and shit on hard streams. <laughs> but and then, and then you know what else I also uh, look forward to for new podcasters. What's up? To figure out they don't like this shit and they can quit and take down their shit so I can have more feeds and <laughs> likes and comments. Hey, Amen. <laughs> and that's and that's one thing that we talked about very early on. I was like, look. Mm. We may not be the funniest podcast. We may not be the most technically sound podcast. We may not have the best structure or the most interesting topics of conversation. But the one thing that we can do, the the only thing that we can control is that we can outrun everybody. Like we can make sure that we are consistent and that every week when people open up their feeds, Every Monday, they see a new episode of State Your Take with Ed and Aaron. They know that it's going to be there. Yeah, and it's easy for us because, like I said, this doesn't feel like work to me. Like right. this isn't. This is like I look forward. Well, that's to because you. I do all the work. All right. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. See this man's shoulders. He carrying the whole load, man. Shoulders, <laughs> man. I mean, but yeah, but but we we look forward to Saturday to record though. Absolutely, man. Yeah. It's the best part of my week. Yeah, Every so week we look forward to it and. I think that's a yeah. part of us. That's part of our consistency is that we look forward to this. But I, I would, I, what I will tell you with longevity though, um, because I just surpassed four years and some of the other people like, that um a little long in the tooth in the game and whatnot, they'll tell you once you do take that momentary step back from this, you're going to be like, why the fuck am I doing this? But soon, yeah. Well, I'm gonna speak about me personally. I mean, I I, I just kind of feel like people that've been doing this for a while, they may have a similar take on it. I'm stating my take right now. Go for so, it. Because you know, in the beginning, I would do this week to week. 
Like, no shit. Like, I would get a guest that week. I record that week, and I put the episode out that week. Mm-hmm. You know, and that was taxing. That was tiring. You know, because I started when I was in the military, so I was going to work every day, coming home, doing this shit. And then, you know, that kind of bleeds into, especially if it's a new thing, because you want to put your attention into it and your focus on it because you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Kind of going back to what I was saying before, you're trying to learn this thing and you're neglecting other shit. Mm-hmm. So right. like, I got kids and a wife. Oh. So if I'm in the basement doing this shit, what the fuck they doing? You know, <laughs> you know? So it's yeah. that aspect of it. And then um, once you truly find your groove and you kind of feel where you want to go, I mean, it starts to get easier and whatnot. So now, instead of me, like how I did in the past, was uh, freaking week to week and shit like that, I just schedule an ass load of appointments. Right. Um, I stack them bitches up. So that way for me, if I record three episodes in one week, that's three weeks worth of content for me. Right. Yeah. So within that three weeks, I can just chill out and do whatever the hell I need to do personally and with my family and shit. And podcast is still running strong and whatnot yeah we'll probably so, enter that foray once we both have other commitments that we need to attend to but for right now we're right. kind of we're kind of we're, we're about as available as you can get yeah 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 uh, yeah y'all on this raggedy ass show so yeah y'all plenty of it <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I i imagine a a ron out there flexing his pecs and shit nah and man walk down h-e-b Hallways and shit in some biker shorts. Nah, biker shorts. Not H E B. I'll do that at Whole Foods. I'll do that at Whole Foods and River Oaks. I'll try to get me one of these River Oaks bombs. That's what. You, that, that's the goal. That's the. That's the guy. That's the fucking goal. Shoot man. There, I'm man. telling you, man. I'm yeah. telling you, it was so close. I was really close to getting one too, and then it just kind of all fell apart. Oh man. Yeah, man. Oh. Yeah, man. At that, at that, at that other place. Yeah, man. And I told you. I, I, yeah, man. Oh man. I know, man. Your phone. Yeah, man. I'm sorry, so dude. You, yeah, so you almost secured that. that <laughs> almost had the bag, back. man. Almost had the bag, and then you know what? You start you you lose once you get out of the, once you get kicked out of the club, the River Oaks Community Club. Can't get back in. It's hard to get Damn, back in, bro. man. Hard to get back in, man. But, oh, I don't know. I don't know you work. I know you're working on the project. Hey, man. I had I had a lot of I had a lot of my fingers on a couple of different pies. You know what I'm saying? I had my, I had my pies. I had pies, and then I had my fingers in them, and then I was moving, maneuvering around the pies. But you know, I don't want to stretch my fingers out too much because I'm not warmed up. But you know, make sure you wash your hands out. Oh, of course, because you don't want to catch anything. You don't want to catch any coronavirus on oh. on Valentine's Day. That's the one thing you don't want, bro. Oh, especially if you're hanging around with somebody named Corona and shit too. So, <laughs> young coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> I think we have come toward the end of our, our journey here, gentlemen. Mrs. B Rob is home and whatnot. She snuck up on me an hour early. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah, she come up in here because, like, you know, usually if I'm in here recording, I hear that little door. It has a signature squeak when it swing open. Mm-hmm. It's one of the kids poking in here trying to see what I'm doing. And I turn around and she's standing in there staring at me. And I'm like, oh, hey, what's going on? <laughs> And I didn't know what kind of stare that was because I know it wasn't an angry stare because it would have been more of a glare. Yeah. But it was kind of uh, a look, and I didn't know it was the sexy time music. Oh, was, okay. Well, then, yeah, let's get you out of here. Is that how every show ends? <laughs> no. <laughs> That'd be a great ending to every show, though. Like, hey, you know, this is Rob is looking at me, so you know it's time for me to go. Yeah, man. 
It's that time, guys. It's time to it's time to get in between these sheets. I, don't, I, don't I want that all the time. I mean, but that I mean, mean, I mean, that, it's, 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 yeah. But like, if she's looking at me, it could be a num- number of things. I forgot to take the trash out or something. I didn't go to the store and pick up something. Or so, it's time. To, or it's time to wax his ass. That makes it better though. Like, I mean, it could be a big bag. Every time she looks at you, it's like, oh, yeah. Well, I took the trash out, so I'm going to get yelled at later, guys. And it's, <laughs> <laughs> Well, thanks for having but, uh, us, Rob, man. It was a real pleasure, man. It's glad we finally got to do this. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. Uh, but before you go, let everybody know where they can find y'all on social media. Yeah, so you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at State Your Take. Uh, we also have a playlist on Spotify. It's the State Your Take list with Ed and Aaron. And as when is this going up for you? Uh, this will be out. Well, fuck it. I mean, I got some other stuff scheduled, but I can move it around. Fuck it. It'll come out tomorrow. All right. Well, then, by the time people hear this, the store, the merch store, the State Your Take store, the official store will be up. Oh, what's it called? It's the, it's the official State Your Take store. Is that I, the name? Yes, that's the name. I, couldn't think, of any, I couldn't think of anything more Oh, clever. man. That sounds like such a bad idea when I said it, though. It is a bad idea. Yeah. I, I'm not happy with it, but okay. it was the only thing that I could think of huh. at the time because I had been up uh, since 10 o'clock yesterday gotcha. working on it. I haven't slept at all. I mean, no. I'm, I appreciate all the work that you put in for listen, it. Listen, man. Listen. I get all that. I'm just saying, though. You win I this said, round, okay? But right. for, for future hey. reference, just, hey. just know Story. I only want good ideas from you. No bad I, ideas. Look, man. All right? I mean, that's the name of the store. Uh, but that's the name of the store. You can you can find the, the link. The link will be on our um, our Instagram account. So you can just go to our Instagram account at State Your Take and find the link there. And yeah, we got some. We'll have some T-shirts and some hoodies and some stuff up there for you guys to uh, support support us with. Yeah, yeah. And it'll also be in the show description, which I am an advocate of. God damn it! Oh, you do this the show, show descriptions. This this show is not just audio. It's freaking visual and the reference of words and shit in literature. Motherfuckers. You want people to read? I want people to read. Oh, I got to read. I know. I know. I got to get better with the show uh, descriptions, too. But it's just so much, man. It's just but, so. But nah, it's just a personal thing for me, though, because, like, if I'm listening to a podcast, I mean, it's audio or whatever. And I just kind of hate to, like, all right, you can follow me on Twitter at 3R Show and somebody, like, doing something else while they got the podcast playing. It was like, what was that again? And they got to go back and rewind and all that kind of shit. I said, just scroll down to the show description. It's right there. Well, you know what? That's on them. That's on them. If they're not paying attention, if they don't find you interesting enough to pay attention to what you're saying while they listen to you, then that's on them. I say, I say, ah, fooey. I say, fooey. Fiddlesticks. But Fiddlesticks. But at the same time, you know, but at the same time, we already talked about we're trying to get on the level to where this can be viable income and, you know, put us in position to do greater things. I don't give a damn if they play this shit in the background and don't listen because that's padding my numbers. <laughs> all right, Rob, I don't need you to use your logic against me. All right. This is not what I came on here for. I came here to state my take, no matter how wrong or, or, or you know, ridiculous it may be. OK, don't use True. logic against me. OK, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm going to put logic back in the box. Now. That's what I thought. Yeah, I guess I, I guess he gets a lot of that from me, though, so. <laughs> I get so too much right. logic from it. We got state you take on Instagram, state you take on Twitter. We got the state you take store and coming up. state your take list on Spotify. And then I like just find state your take wherever your fine podcasts are downloaded for free. Yep, and find them at um, a fine burger establishment with condoms on. 
Yes. And that's going to be an us also in the merch store. Condoms? Yeah. Yeah. We're going to add that. I'm just kidding. We should have condoms. I know. I'm not. I was, I, was half, I was half kidding. We should make condoms. I was half kidding because one no, of my should, education was that it. we should do to wear condoms. No, we should make, we should make condoms. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about that off air. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll. yeah. All right. <laughs> the, TMTM, state your tape. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. But as always, as any guest that's been on the Random Rounds with Rob, uh, freaking the door is always open for you to come back to plug your next adventure, your next uh, financial venture, and whatever else it is, maybe your condoms, TMTM, state your take. Hell yeah. And, uh, yeah, you're always welcome to come back. Thank you, Rob. We appreciate that, man. Gator Productions.